0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. This world can often be a very hopeless place. Every day, there's the possibility that a man's highest hopes can be crushed, sometimes never to be revived and never to be fulfilled. The world can be a place where someone's very existence can be threatened, their peace disturbed, and their dreams shattered. But for true godly hope, life itself can often become just an experience filled with emptiness, loneliness, and disappointment. In this powerful four-day teaching entitled, Hope Can Make Your Dreams Come True, Pastor Ray goes deeply into the study of this amazing virtue. The life-giving relationship between hope and faith becomes clear as Pastor explains that faith alone without hope is merely hopeless faith accomplishing nothing. Truly, hope with strong faith has a real positive impact on the fulfillment of our dreams, desires, and inspirations but may require both determination and patience too. Here's Pastor on how hope can make your dreams come true.
1: I hit an obstacle and the devil will entertain those obstacles with words of doubt and unbelief and sometimes he'll even try to use the word of God against so you. that's why you've got to know that you know that you know that you know that you're going where God wants you to go and you're not going to quit you're not going to give up you're going to endure every obstacle stand your ground and be determined to get to the other side of it. determination everybody say determination That's how you get to your dreams and visions and desires. We've got to jumpstart some people. Yes. See, and Jesus perceived this as, as faith. He says, your faith. So every time I hit an obstacle and I get this persistent spirit on me and I get this determined, you know, attitude about me, God sees that as faith and he rewards it richly. Yes. He rewards it abundantly. So when you stand at your, at your point, uh, you know, your, at, at your obstacles, when you stand at that place where you hit an obstacle and, and you just get that spirit of determination and you look at that thing as not something that's going to stop you but something that's going to challenge your faith and cause you to bust through the other side. You know, I found out something about obstacles. I found out that obstacles sometimes can bring out the most creative things within you. And Jesus perceives this as faith. And he rewards it abundantly. He rewards it abundantly. Creativity comes out of you when you hit a difficult spot. So when, when, you, when you hit an obstacle, don't flip out. Begin to see, you know, let's see. If I, can't get, if I can't get in the door, I can't get through the window, let's go through the roof. I know it's unusual. It's a very unusual way to enter a house. But when you are determined to get your destination, you are willing to do whatever you have to do to get to your destination. That's called, that's called determination. Everybody say determination. I'm determined to get to where I want to go. If I'm not preaching to anybody, I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to me. I'm going to go home and listen to the tape. Or the CD or whatever it is. We're not in the tape world. CD. I'm going to download it off the internet and I'm going to listen to it. Because it's ministering to me, even as I'm speaking it. Determination. determine. Got to watch the voices. Because there'll be the voices on the outside and there'll be the voices on the inside that will try to talk you. But Jesus perceived it as faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Give me a better amen than that. Amen. All right. Let's go to one more verse of scripture. We'll close this up for today. Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. This is a very familiar verse, and, um, but let's go over it, or verses. Let's go over it. So in Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, and verse 25, well, Jesus, again, let's start at verse 1. Let's start there. It says, Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And uh, so there's a great multitude following Jesus once again. He's in this crowd. And let's go to verse 25. It says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment." For she said, If I may only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her daughter, "Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction." Great story. So here we have this this little woman. Now you got to understand a couple of things about this: is that number one, this little woman was bleeding. She was having bleeding from uh, you know her female parts, and um, <laughs> yeah. Can all help me. But this <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to preach the word, all right? Just I gotta get the story out. I don't know how else to say it. She's 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 bleeding. And um which you have to <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> she's bleeding and uh, so now this is not normal bleeding she's having abnormal bleeding so obviously she had some sort of sickness she might have had tumors cancer something was going on in her body for a 12 year period she had spent all her money now what you have to understand is that the jewish law of that day prohibited women who were bleeding that way from being in public as a matter of fact if anybody touched her or she touched somebody they would be deemed unclean If she sat in a chair, the chair would be deemed unclean. No matter where she went, she was an outcast until that bleeding dried up. You know, it was a terrible and an awful offense for her to be in a crowd of people in that condition. But look at the determination that this woman had. She was going to be healed... Whether, whether she, uh, you know, made people unclean, unhappy, or whatever, she really didn't care. She was going to go into that crowd because she was determined. She had one thing in mind. She was going to get to Jesus and get healed because she had exhausted all her resources. That's right. That's right. So number one obstacle is that she's in the midst of this crowd that she shouldn't even be there. And if any of them knew, she could probably be stoned to death because of her, you know, because she was unclean and she wasn't, she wasn't allowed to be in public. Now, the the second obstacle she had is that there's a great crowd. Look at the audacity this woman had. I mean, she realized that everybody she touched was going to be deemed unclean. But look at the audacity that this woman had that despite, you know... All these people being angry with her, she actually got in the midst of all these people and just banged them around, tossed, touched them all. Actually, at one point she had to get on her feet because she touched the hem of his garment, got on her all fours because she touched the hem of his garment. She just crawled under their legs, touching everybody. They're all deemed unclean. But this <laughs> I'm telling you, the audacity, look at the courage that look at the courage it took for this woman to do such an unbelievable act to deny, or to defy, rather, to defy the Jewish law of that day. How many of you agree with me that she had some audacity and she had some determination working on her behalf? She was determined. She didn't care who liked it. She didn't care about the law. She didn't care who was unclean. She didn't care if they stoned her. She was exhausted. She had tried everything. Her only hope was Jesus, and she was willing to put it all on the line. She was determined To touch Jesus because she knew that that was the ticket to her healing. So she crawls on all fours. She climbs through the people. She touches the hem of Jesus' garment. And Jesus stops in the middle of this big crowd. Now, notice the Bible says that people were thronging him or pressing in against him, which means that he was walking and it was almost difficult for him to walk because there were all kinds of people around him. Just imagine the picture. So many people. So he turns around and he said, who touched me? And the disciples look at him and start laughing and say, would you lose your mind? Who touched you? Look at all these people. All these people are touching you. He says, no, there's somebody else that touched me. And he stops dead in his tracks and he begins to look around and he identifies the woman. And the woman fearing and trembling because she knows that what she's just done is a terrible thing. She's out in this crowd of people that she shouldn't be. I'm going to tell you what, sometimes you've got to do the unthinkable. (laughs) Sometimes you've got to dare to do something that others aren't going to understand. You've got to sometimes rise up above the norm and do something abnormal. You've got to see every obstacle as as an opportunity to to be creative and do something. You have, sometimes you have to have the audacity of faith to just push through and to so. So Jesus stops and she's trembling for fear because who knows what could have happened to her? They could have killed her. They could have stoned her. They could have out, she could have been an outcast because she wasn't supposed to be. And Jesus turns to her and notice that Jesus doesn't condemn her. Jesus turns to her and says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Jesus perceived and viewed that determination, that willingness to do the uncommon thing, to buck against the tradition and to push and to to not allow the obstacle to deny her. He viewed it as faith for which he richly rewarded her. You see, folks, every, every time we hit an obstacle is an opportunity... It's an opportunity to show the Lord our determination, our faith, our, our audacity of faith that we're not going to be denied because we hit some bumps along the way. We're not going to give up. We're not going to... You see, that's the problem. There's so many people that are blaming everybody else for their failure, for their lack of getting, being able to get ahead, for their lack of being able to achieve. Let me tell you about There's nobody... There's, listen, it's nobody's fault but your own. You see, you see... It's it, nobody's standing in your way. You've created your own obstacle. You've created your own problem. You can bring that thing down when you rise up and you get a determined spirit. I'm determined. No one, nothing, nobody, nothing from hell, nothing, nothing, nothing natural, nothing super, nothing, 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 nothing is going to stand in my way. I'm getting through to the other side of this thing. It's called determination. And it needs to work with your faith. Too many people claim to have faith. But the question is, do you have determination to bring that faith and bring the things that you are seeking and desiring from God to fruition and reality in your life? See, that's really what it comes down to. Because if you don't have... Every one of these stories that we looked at, what you see in there is you see people who faced obstacles, but they were determined. They were determined to get through that obstacle and get the blessing that they were seeking from the Lord. And Jesus looked at some of their tactics and some of their activity that by others would be looked upon as being radical, destructive, unlawful, right, behavior. He looked at it as faith and rewarded them richly for their faith. That means that every time they hit an obstacle, I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to play dead. I'm going to do whatever, can't go, like I say, can't go through the window, can't, can't go through the door, go through the window, can't go through the window, go through the back door, can't go through the back door, go through the garage, can't go through the garage, we'll climb up on the roof. will you, you don't provide a way for me, I will make a way. I'll, I'll get in one way or another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, that's called determination. So let me just give you, we're going, to, we're going to finish up right here today, but I want to give you five things just to bring these last two weeks to conclusion and what we looked at because I I believe in you I believe that you're going somewhere I believe that your future is brighter than any of your past I believe there are big dreams and desires and visions and I'm counting on you I'm counting on you to to allow these, these visions and dreams come to pass, I want to hear some testimonies not testimonies, but testimonies I want to hear testimonies of what God has done in your life and, and how you hit obstacles, but you overcame the obstacle and God rewarded you and blessed you and you, you got to your destination and you were there, but, but now you're here. Amen. I love those kind of stories. And uh, so, so I believe big time that we're going to see some of you, some of you who are grabbing home. I know some of you don't care about this. You're just happy being the way you are. And you don't, you know, you're not motivated and you never will be motivated. I'm not going to motivate you. I mean, if the Holy Spirit came down here with, you know, red cowboy boots and a red hat and two six shooters, he couldn't motivate you. It's the truth. It's the truth. Couldn't motivate you. You see, you got to get with God and you, you got to want something really bad. If you want it, if you want it really bad, I mean, you want it. I mean, I don't know about you, but see, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I, I had enough of being broke and poor, and and having a life that wasn't really meaningful. I was tired of it. I had had enough, and I said, "There's got to be a better way." Jesus, teach me the better way, and I was determined to come out of that, and get to a better place. And here I am. I'm in a much better place today than I was going back that, back there. I, I tell you what, you got, you see, see, you'll never you'll never get anywhere just being. Satisfied. Be grateful, be thankful, appreciate what you have, but you should, you should always be trying to better yourself and doing, you know, accomplishing more, going greater places and acquiring more. That's what I believe God has programmed every human spirit for. Because He is the God of abundance. That's why He said... pray above all, the Word says, pray above all that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That's growth and prosperity. But it's going to take determination. See, I can't, I'm looking for men and women. I'll give you my five things in a minute. I got to finish preaching first. But I'm looking for men and women that are going to stand with me with the same determined spirit. That we're going to do whatever needs to be done. We got work to do. We've got to, Church to build. We've got a kingdom. It's not only about a building. It's about building the kingdom of God. It's about bringing people into a knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's about helping them to fix up their problems and get their lives back and, and live a life that's worth living and 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 have a life that's blessed and not cursed all the time and 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 you know so that they can in turn help somebody else and and bless somebody else. That's what it's about. But it's going to take determined people to say, listen, we you know we got to do whatever we got to do to get where we're we're trying to get to and it's going to take I'm looking to determined people yeah. it's like the story I told you before I don't want anybody to tell me I can't I don't, want, I don't like that you know I don't like people just coming to me with problems come to me with solutions show me how we can overcome the obstacle you see show me how we can bring this obstacle down and move on and not let it be a deterrent in our progress of getting to where we want to go I'll tell you what you become a problem solver you become an obstacle buster let me tell you what you will, you will succeed in life. People will be hunting you out. People will be looking for you because they perceive you as a problem solver, not a frustrated, complaining, nagging, crying, blaming everybody else crybaby. There's a list of people, of, of believers, who started out right and ended up very wrong. And one of the reasons why is they hit obstacles along the way and instead of busting through the obstacle with a determined spirit that this is not going to stop me, they quit, backed up and blamed God and said, oh, this stuff doesn't work. I don't know about you, but it's working fine in my life. I don't know about you, but I've had many obstacles that I've had to overcome, but it's still working in my life. I'm telling you, this stuff works when you work it. You got to be determined. Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to get in my way. Now, now, again, you know, not everybody's going to go with you, and you, you have to just, uh, you have to, you have to be willing to cut some people loose. As a matter of fact, is anybody holding you back, dragging you down? I would cut them loose. See, now I'm I'm a sap because I hold on to people because I like relationships, and but God had to come along in my life and cut a lot of relationships out because I was unwilling to do it. So God did it for me. Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> Now I'm very careful who I drag along with me and connect with because, you know, I, I'm just a sap, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a faithful person. When, when I say you're my friend, I mean it. And you'll be my friend to, to die. You may do things I don't like. We may not agree. You may hurt me, but I'm still your friend. Right. There's not going to be anything that's going to happen that's going to disconnect me. I always seem to be able to find a way to fix those things and to move on. I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't like it. So I'm a sap, but you've got to be careful who you're dragging along with you what crowd you're hanging in, because there are a lot of people who are not going to be happy about your determination to get to where you want to go. I want to flow with people of the same spirit the same mind. We're a determined bunch of people. We're going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. We're going to, wear whatever, 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 we're going to get it done. See, I like that. That's how you can build things. Oh, I can go on and on, but I better stop right there. All right. So let me just give you these things, and then we'll be done. Um, Number one, and this brings it all together, don't be discouraged when you hit obstacles. Very simple, right? We talked about that. All of these folks hit obstacles that we read about, but they didn't get discouraged. They found a way to overcome that obstacle. Don't allow obstacles to turn you away from your dreams and visions. You know, like I say, it's going to be, it's going to be, sometimes you hit that obstacle and, you know, the the first reaction is going to turn around and run away. Don't do that. Stand there. And figure a way to get through your obstacle. So don't let it get you discouraged, and certainly don't let it cause you to turn away. Now, when you hit an obstacle, this third one's important. Always look for an alternative solution, an alternative route. Zacchaeus couldn't, you know, uh, well, the four four men carrying the paralytic couldn't go in the conventional way, so they found a way to get in. Zacchaeus couldn't see through the crowd, so he found a way to go above the crowd. The blind man couldn't see Jesus and go to him, so he found a way to bring Jesus to himself. The, um, the the woman with the issue of blood, she she had a crowd, she wasn't supposed to be there, but she went against, she even broke rules to get in. So so think of an alternative solution, and don't just be frustrated, because sometimes, you know, you're going to have to do things differently. Yes, that's it. There's a lot of teaching in that, but I don't have time to get into all that. But So always look for an alternative solution. Number four, be willing to do something uncommon, which is sort of the same, but... You know, just be willing to do, and I like to say this, be willing to do whatever you have to do. If it's worth having, it's worth fighting for. Or if it's worth having, it's worth working for. Yeah. Right? So, so just be willing to do whatever you have to do. Like I said, you know, it was years ago. I mean, I've been through so many, so many examples I could give you, but been through so many times I had to just do whatever I had to do. At that moment and um may not have been the easy thing it may not have been the thing i wanted to do but i had to do what i had to do because i hit an obstacle and i wasn't willing to give up on my dream and vision so i had to do whatever i had to do and that's like one of the things that i'd like to ask people sometimes when you know they come very discouraged and beat up and maybe they've given up on their on getting to their destination i'd like to ask that question have you done everything that you can do and if they ask me if they answer me and say yes then my response would be then find something else because there is a way. Every one of these people we spoke about and talked about found a way. All the signs were impossible, but they found a way to overcome the impossible. So be willing to do whatever you have to do. And then number five, very simple, keep walking by faith. Keep walking by faith. Faith is blind. Faith doesn't always see the end from the beginning. God does, but we don't. We just simply trust God every step of the way. And we do what the Word says. After having done all to stand, just stand there and trust God. And eventually, you're going to get through that obstacle and you are going to get to your dreams and visions and desires. They will become a reality. But listen, listen, listen. You must have determination. Everybody say determination. You've got to be determined in your spirit. You've got to have that in order to get to your dreams and desires desires and visions. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. That's all I have to say for today.
2: Thanks for listening to More Than Conquerors on WMCA. This is Phil Boyce, Senior VP for Salem Media Group. We love our local ministries, and now more than ever, churches need your support. If you've been blessed by Pastor Ray's message, would you consider donating to their ministry? In exchange for your gift of $10 or more, Pastor Ray will send you a copy of Heaven is a Real Place, a three-CD message you have probably never heard preached before about what God says heaven is really like. To donate, just go to livingwordchurch.org or mail a check to P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. That's P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to tune in to WMCA Mondays through Fridays at 2 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. for More Than Conquerors, or visit livingwordchurch.org on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for their online streaming service. And now a final message from Pastor Ray.
1: This is Pastor Ray Higistelianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we
0: are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hagistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.